I was trying to start a business. I was on food stamps, which they call SNAP now, government assistance. And, and it was then that I was starting to figure out, a, trying to figure out a way, could I make a living online? What would that look like? What could I contribute to the world that would be mm -hmm. valuable? And my background was music and music producing and music recording. So I just started making videos, writing blog posts, teaching people everything I knew about that world and trying to find a way to monetize it. So this book explains a little bit of that story, but really explains the business uh, opportunity that exists now that some of us were on the front end of, but really I think it's a much bigger wave. And I think we're still at the front of a probably 30 to 40 mm -hmm. year wave of knowledge, commerce, online education, and building audiences around your experience, your knowledge and teaching people and sharing and making a great living doing it. Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Graham Cochran. Graham is the author of How to Get Paid for What You Know and is a business coach to over 3,000 premium customers worldwide. He founded the Recording Revolution, a seven-figure online music business in 2009. Welcome, Graham. Hey, glad to be here, man. This is awesome. Love the bio. Oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. You write that book. Is there a story behind it? Yeah, the book is, is sort of a manifesto for a new way of making a living online. And it's the business okay. model that I've been using for 14 years now. I, but I stumbled into it. So that's the funny thing. I wrote the book that I yeah. wish I had back in 2009. Great Recession moved a thousand miles away from home with my wife. We lost two, I lost two jobs that year, had her first baby, bought her first house. It was just like my low moment of being unemployed. I was trying to start a business. I was on food stamps, which they call SNAP now, government assistance. And, and it was then that I was starting to figure out, a, trying to figure out a way, could I make a living online? What would that look like? what could I contribute to the world that would be valuable? Mm -hmm. And my background was music and music producing and music recording. So I just started making videos, writing blog posts, teaching people everything I knew about that world and trying to find a way to monetize it. So this book explains a little bit of that story, but really explains the business uh, opportunity that exists now that some of us were on the front end of, but really I think it's a much bigger wave. And I think we're still at the front of a probably 30 to mm -hmm. 40 year wave of knowledge, commerce, online education, and building audiences around your experience, your knowledge, and teaching people and sharing and making a great living doing it. So can you give us some of the tips from your book on how they can monetize what they know? Yeah, absolutely. The first thing is you, you got to figure out what business you're going to be in, what I, what's going to be your profitable idea. Niche. Yeah, your niche. And the great thing is you can make a great living in almost any niche. I made a ton of money in a random, uh, people would call it a hobbyist niche, like the people I was selling to, people said you'll never make money because they're broke musicians, they don't want to spend money. Yeah. And that, that's nonsense. It's, there's so much money you can make in hobby niches. I've got students that teach English pronunciation to Japanese speakers. I have students that teach how to fix your motorcycle. I have 
students that teach how to exercise safely if you have back pain. These are very random, seemingly random niches, but the beauty of the internet is you can be the go-to person in a specific area. And if you just need a few hundred, a thousand plus people that you can really pour into and serve powerfully and make a living. So I think the first step, and we talk about it in the book, is figuring out what your idea is and a great mm -hmm. simple exercise is to- Your expertise. Yeah, you know what? And I don't even love that word because it, it makes people nervous. They say, I'm not yeah. an expert. I don't, oh, they don't no, feel no, like an expert. Mm -hmm. And they'll discount an entire business idea that they would be great at. I didn't feel like an expert in the audio space. I didn't even feel like an expert in the business space. I didn't go to business school. I don't have an MBA. But I asked students, have you helped somebody do something before? Is there a thing that mm. your friends are texting you advice about? Is there a thing that you've spent a lot of time doing that you're pretty knowledgeable about? Something that you really enjoy mm. doing or talking about? That's a great place to start getting ideas of what you could talk about and teach people. And then really what matters, is there a market for it? Are there people mm. that are spending money right now in that space? And it's pretty easy to test that if you look at Amazon, look at the books section and see, are there best-selling books that have 50, 100, 200 reviews? Are there publishers that are publishing books around this topic? If so, you know that they've already done the market research for you. They've already committed dollars behind something that they're not, and they're not going to do that unless they believe there's a market for it. So there's a ways to validate your ideas yeah. with the market. You don't want to be so niche that nobody cares. Um, yeah, not too micro niche. It, yeah, you don't. And you know what? The world is so big that you could actually run mm -hmm. right into a crowded niche like I did. And my second business is I teach business. Business is one of the three, like making money is one of the three biggest, most crowded niches. It's like relationships and love is one. Fitness and losing weight and looking good is one. And then making money is the other. Those are the three biggest, most crowded spaces to be in yeah. and, and do yeah. we need another voice in that space some would mm -hmm. say no i would say yes because there's more and more people who want to find that one yeah. voice that they want to yes. learn it from and you could be that one voice yeah so true when i was starting the podcast and i remember someone asking if oh are you an entrepreneur expert so i was like i actually don't <laughs> but I'm going into it because I want to become an expert. And that's, yeah. that was a key to be around people that are succeeding and learning from them and consuming that information and taking action on it with the right mindset and it created a new world for me. So I completely resonate and agree with that. Yeah. I think it's easy to think that we need a certain degree or an education to yeah. have permission to go teach something, but it's a whole different world. It really is. And so I try to explain that to people in the book is that's just an excuse. It's an old way of thinking. So don't let that hold you mm -hmm. back because mm -hmm. you, if you don't do it, someone who's no more knowledgeable about the subject than you are is going to do it and they'll make a lot of money and you'll miss out on. So you can totally do this. And the great thing about the business model is what I teach is once you have an idea of what you think your I, your business idea could be, and you might get it wrong and you might change your mind or you might open up multiple businesses. I've done all of the above. It really is easy to test whether people like you and what you're doing before you spend any money or effort really building any product. And I think that's the mistake people make is they go out and if they've heard about online courses or online education, they go make a course and they try to sell it and they have no one to sell it to and they don't even know if it's what yeah. somebody wants. Test and so, yeah, you had to test the market. And the way to do that is actually the best part of this business model, which is giving away free content. Like, like this podcast mm. that we're doing right now. It could be a podcast. 
It could be a YouTube channel, which I love YouTube. It's probably the most powerful tool out there for getting discovered. Blog posts, I've done all three and they all work great. It is a great opportunity for discovery because they're all YouTube and your blog on a website are search engine based. So they can, you can be discovered even if nobody knows who you are. And then you can get discovered and then you can test out your ideas. You can start to share what you know. You can start to answer the common questions. You can start to bust common myths in that area of, and put out mm -hmm. the content. And you can see if people find it and care about it and like it. And you can get instant mm -hmm. feedback when people say, wow, that was great. But what about X, Y, and Z? Oh, okay. At least mm -hmm. they're paying attention. And just putting out regular, good, juicy content, committing to being a publisher of free, amazing content you're actually testing ideas. You're actually, you're also testing out your ability to teach and share, share, and you get mm. better at delivering the content. Sometimes you come up with the right frameworks. You learn even how you think about things by teaching. Uh, and then you'll have all the information you could ever need to know whether there's a market for this and what those people mm. want to learn more of. And that's probably what you should build an online course or a community around. And then you can build an audience with which to sell that product too. So it, it's all about audience building first before even thinking about monetizing, which people don't usually love because they want to make money right now, but you're really planting seeds so that you have a healthy crop, a healthy business that can sustain really the scales, scaling that you want to do later. Yeah, definitely. It's building an audience is what we do here as well, right? So when a guest comes on the show, I call it let's grow together. Basically they come in as a guest and then we promote them and they help promote the episode as well. So at the same time, while they're promoting their own episodes from our show, people are getting to know us. I think that was, that's like the number one strategy that has been helping us create success on the show. Would you be able to share what the five or the top five niches that you found to be the most successful? Like I said, I think the big three that are the easiest to make money sure. in are relationships, teaching people how to make money or grow their business and fitness and health. But I, there's people that will coach you to say, just make a business around that because it's guaranteed to make money. And that doesn't make mm. sense to me. I think I've That's seen, I've coached thousands and thousands of people and then the most random niches, I've just seen it over and over again that it doesn't matter the niche. It actually, what matters is that you really enjoy it because mm. people can sift through when you're just trying to fake it or you're yeah. just trying to make a buck. If they have to believe that you really believe the stuff and really love it and they're attracted to that and that's what's going to build loyalty and trust and that will make it so much easier to sell any products to. So it probably depends on what your financial goals are, but I pretty mm. much, I 100% believe anybody can make six figures. So $100,000 US a year or more relatively easily in any niche, as random as it is. I think that's a total doable thing. And then I think the majority, maybe 80% of people can do multiple six figures a year. To do a million dollars a year or more, it's possible in random niches. I've done it in a hobbyist niche, but it takes really growing big and having a really big audience or having really premium prices and doing upmarket, high ticket, either one-on-one -on -one coaching or something really premium. But if you just want to make a great living, make $10,000 a month, $15,000 a month, work 20 hours a week or less, any niche, it, just, it has to be a niche that you really believe in. You could do it in woodworking. Yeah. I've seen You're it done that. 
You have to be passionate about it. And mm -hmm. there's enough people now that you can find your little tribe of people around that niche and market to them. So that's what's beautiful about it. And what, the last thing you'd want to do is get successful at something and then in two years you're bored with it because it wasn't something yeah. you're really passionate about. Because then you got to do it again. So yeah. why, make it easier on yourself. Build a business, something that you could talk about for the next 10 years and make yeah. your life easier. Yeah, no, definitely. Do you recommend if someone has that passion somewhat and they want to get into something like this, but they're just not that confident, like that expert level, but they really want to see if they can make something out of it, they have a good feeling. Would you recommend that they get some training, work with someone in that niche, hire a mentor, get to a certain level, and then start going and creating their own tribe around it? Mentorship is the absolute fastest way to grow. So yeah. if you can find yeah, someone I in agree. that space, 100%, I'll tell yeah. you to do that every 100%. time. Yeah, good. Pay the person or buy them coffee or do whatever you got to do. <laughs> if you don't know somebody, and I didn't know mm. anybody. that So my story, I think, is re relatable in that I didn't even know this was a business model you could build. I was just literally figuring it out on my own. If that's you, the great news is you don't have to figure it out on your own anymore. Buy my book or... If you don't want to buy the book, go on my YouTube channel or listen to my podcast for free and let me mentor you asynchronously through my content and shortcut the process for you of, because I think all, you don't need a ton of mentorship to get started. I think people wait too late, too long to get started, but you need a couple of things. You need to know who you're going to serve and you have to have a really clear idea of what's this person, this, we call it a customer avatar, right? It's like a representation mm, of the, the ideal person. Who is that person? And usually the best mm -hmm. person to serve is who you were just a few years ago, you know, when you were learning this stuff. Yeah, good point. It's easy to come up with. It's easy to speak their language. Yeah. You know their pain points. You know their dreams because yeah. it was you. And that's what I've done that twice. Yeah. So my first niche was I was teaching how to record professional sounding music at home on a budget. And I know that because that was me 10 years prior. I wish somebody, I was trying to figure out how do I record professional sounding music at home on a budget? So I knew the questions I was asking, the pain points, the desires. And then I did that with a business space. So you need to have a clear picture of who that is that you're serving and then what transformation in general you're helping them achieve. Is it making more money? Is it finding the love of their life? Is it losing weight? Is it feeling more confident? Is it, uh, clearing up mental space like some people just need like mindset coaching is it like destroying false beliefs what is yeah. it, the thing and so if you know those two things back. who you serve and who, what you help mm -hmm. them do and how the transformation you provide just even at a high level then you mm -hmm. can start creating content and that's the best way to get good at this is go ugly early make bad content at first if you want to be encouraged go watch some of my original videos on the recording revolution so target 2009 and you can look at my videos and sort them by oldest to newest on the Recording Revolution channel. I don't even do videos on that channel anymore. But like those early videos were ugly looking, like low quality, like video quality. I looked bored because I was like thinking about <laughs> all the things I wanted to say in my head. And so I didn't know how to present yeah. on camera. It was awful. But I started mm -hmm. and there were still comments like, oh, this yeah. is super helpful. Yeah. And no <laughs> one's going to see your early videos anyway because no one's following you. So you might as well get the ugly ones out now and get those reps mm. in. And that's the fastest way to gain expertise, to gain confidence, is to just start teaching and just start sharing like you would share with a friend. Because that's all I do yeah. is when I turn on the camera and I record a video, I'm imagining my friend who's like an avatar of the person I'm trying to help. And I speak to them and it makes me more comfortable and I get better every time I do it. That's a really good point. 
Yeah, I just pictured that myself, and that would ease things up so much. People get weird. You know? They start to yeah. think like they're on a pedestal. What are they going to think of me? Right? Yeah, yeah what are people going to think yeah. of me? And then yeah. so you try to present, you put too much pressure on yourself to present yeah, confidently. Yeah, messes up everything. Messes mm. up everything. And that's actually not attractive to people. The no. slick guru, is it's not in, in vogue yeah. anymore. People want a real authentic person. So it actually is yes. to your favor to just show up as you are. Just, yeah. And it helps me yeah. to imagine there's only one person listening and I'm having a conversation with one yeah. person. And guess what? It actually makes it more powerful for the other person on the other side of the camera or the screen or the microphone because when you speak in the singular and you speak to one person, they think you're speaking to them. And you say, hey, guys, hey, everyone. Mm -hmm. It does feel like a one to many. Uh, he doesn't know me, but I always say, yeah. hey, friend, today we're going to talk about this. It's singular. And it yeah, takes the pressure off for me. Point. It's more powerful for them. And it feels more mm. casual. And I think casual is good these days because it seems real. We're just looking for a real mm. person to help us with yeah. our real problems. We don't care if they have mm. degrees. We don't care if they have letters yeah. at the end of the name. We just care, can they help me? And when you provide free content that they can go try without paying anything and it works, then they know, hey, he's the real deal. Excellent. Can you share with us what you feel your innermost superpower is that got you to this point in life? I think my superpower is the ability to simplify the complex and make someone mm -hmm. walk away feeling like they can actually do the thing I'm teaching them to do. Like I, I empower yeah. people. So there's people smarter than me that can teach a thing. Here's how you do X, mm -hmm. Y, and Z. And people can go, oh, wow, that's really good stuff. That's, I'm, I feel more knowledgeable now. But it's another level to be able to teach something in such a way that the person feels like not only is it possible for people to do what you're saying, it's possible for me to do it. I believe that I can actually do it. I think that's been my superpower is simplifying the complex and handing it to someone in a way that they feel like I can actually go do this. And then they mm. get results. Excellent. I like that. So what is the biggest lesson that you have learned working with so many clients, right? All over the world, like 3000 plus, what do you feel that was the biggest lesson that you learned? I think people underestimate their value and their worth and they just, they overthink things, the wrong things. I think that's why ideally everyone should have a coach if you could afford it and could yes, work it out. Like I agree. The coach helps you see things in yourself that you don't see. Yeah. And we just are, we're a bad, we have a bad take on our own skill set, our own mindset. We just get confused. We confuse ourselves. So I think people just get lost. And if I'm helping them one-on-one -on -one or in a group coaching setting or a mastermind or something, I think people, I, I'm not really teaching them something new necessarily, especially my most successful students. I'm helping them get out of their own way and unlock their genius that's already there. Like they create their own insights and they mm. realize, wait, I can, yes, I can help people. I can help people a lot. And that usually is what leads to people then raising the rates, charging more, feeling more confident. It's just, there's so much insecurity, so much imposter syndrome. And I think that's where people get stuck at every mm. level and every level. It, it, it doesn't go away when you're making a million dollars a year. It just, it increases because you feel like there's even more people watching you. So I think helping yeah. people break through imposter syndrome, that's where they get stuck seeing that they have real value to offer and just getting comfortable in their own skin. Yeah, it's nerve wracking, right? They can't, they're not displaying their pureness, their trueness of who they are as an individual because there's so much weight. And if you can help them lift that weight, of course, they're just going to shoot up. Yeah, you said it, that's it. Yeah.
That's excellent. You know what? It's been great talking to you, my man. Like I'm definitely going to check out this book. I think Apple as well, iBooks. Yep, it's everywhere. iBooks, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, audiobook, whatever whatever you like. And I tell people, if you want to get the first two chapters for free and check out the first couple of chapters, which teaches the whole business model so you can get a clear idea of, oh, here's how this whole thing works, just go to uh -huh. grahamcochran.com slash chapters and you get the first couple of chapters for free. And iBooks also gives you a sample. Did you have it set up there as well or less, probably much less than what you're giving? Yeah, they website? probably just pull something automatically because I never set it, set it up on. Yeah. All right. No, it was great meeting you, my friend, and learning from you. And I'm super happy for your accomplishments and how you're helping other people achieve success and bring the best out of them because there's a lot of people struggling. There's a struggle out there yeah. and you just, you see it all around you. And when I meet people like you, it just gets me excited and I'm happy that you're out there doing the work you're doing. And hopefully from our audience, there are people going to approach you and ask for that help because you are absolutely right. Without the, without getting someone to help you as a mentor or a coach, it just makes that journey so much more difficult and longer. I wasted so much money and time trying to figure out things because my ego was so strong. I said, I can mm. do this. Yeah. I, I know I can do this. Consciously, I knew I could do it, but that's not where the results come from, right? It's just it's a much deeper place. And I wish I could take back time, but obviously I can't. But now I have this ability to share with people that mentorship and working with people like yourself is the key to success. Yeah. Thank, thank you. And I think you're absolutely right. And thanks for having me on. Yeah. No, my pleasure. Audience, thank you again for joining us. Appreciate you. And super happy and grateful that you guys are here with us and helping us grow because without you, it's just, it would be impossible. Definitely check out Graham's information, the show notes. Look at that book. I'm also going to be doing that. Just check out a couple of chapters, see how it is, how it flows, it resonates. If it resonates, it's worth the investment at least right to start off with. Thank you again. And thank you, Graham.